1: It's time to wake up with a nice cup of Morning Roast. Featuring <laughs> <laughs> the real most Monte Hill. Uh-huh. The pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher, Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, The Morning Roast. Penix. Looks the other direction, down the scene! It's intercepted by Sandler still Mikey Sandler still has a couple of blockers! A convoy! Michigan! Set up inside the 10! Mikey Sandler still Biggest play of this defense tonight! Oh!
2: Maybe Chris Fowler on the call for ESPN and that will do it for the college football season. Hail to the victors. Michigan beats up on Washington 34 to 13. And really, I the game was close in the second half, but the score ended up being appropriate because Michigan controlled this football game. Congratulations to Jim Harbaugh. Uh, his first national championship in Michigan, his first championship. They're in the Big Ten, of course. Actually, they won three straight Big Tens, but, uh, congrats to Michigan. Congrats to Michigan. As we say, good morning to everybody out there getting off the graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening? Uh, good morning to all the overnight dancers. I don't know how much money you're making because it is cold out in these streets. It is wet and rainy, Sasky, freezing as we got, it. we're hoodied up. We're bundled up. Good morning to Spinotti. We got Big John in the building and you, Shasky. Fun game yesterday. At times, choppy, but physical football, which is I love, and it always comes down to the churches in these big games. It it felt like it was a
3: clash of styles. Washington wants to spread you out and throw, and um, Michigan just wants to run the ball. I mean, J.J. McCarthy... I just don't like him as an NFL prospect. I, top 10 prospect. Really? He can't throw.
2: Well, he may come back. I don't know. He just
3: should come back.
2: <laughs> he didn't even know. I don't know if that's going to help
4: him. Yeah,
3: I, I, I'm just not high on him. But good for Harbaugh. You know, I saw a lot of rhetoric from Niner fans about Harbaugh. I, I'm curious your thoughts. Harbaugh's one of my favorite coaches of all time. Yeah. I was devastated when he left. Me too. I feel like it's one of the rare situations where both parties amicably separated and and might be better off for it. I don't think there's a true winner uh, in Harbaugh leaving and the Niners getting. They eventually found themselves to Kyle Shanahan. Right? Do you do you consider last night like
2: Harbaugh won the divorce? No, I was just happy for Jim Harbaugh. I wasn't even thinking like so that. So you weren't thinking my, like that? My at brain all? does. My we've moved on. That's Harbaugh left ten, ten years, years ago. ago. That was ten years ago. I know. If people haven't moved on from that, I, I did see some tweets where they were like. Yeah, the way they did Harbaugh, I left the Niners. I am I don't root for them anymore. And I'm like, listen, man, it's about the, the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back of the jersey. It's about the Niners. And I remember that time where, look, they both needed to split. It was obvious. It didn't run its course. The locker room seemed to be divided. Now, Harbaugh did a stake, and I think he should get credit for that last season, going 8-8 eight eight with that team, with all of those injuries. I think that was one of his better coaching jobs. But I'm not one of those guys who's like, yeah, we blew it. We blew it. We have Kyle Shanahan. We have the number one seed right now for the second time in the last four or five years. That's how I feel. All right. You know what I'm saying? They're going back to the playoffs. They just went back to back NFC championship games. Both teams want to divorce. Michigan's better off for it. Exactly. And let's not forget, Michigan was ready to fire Harbaugh a couple years ago. His seat was hot. He had to take a pay cut. And now the Niners have Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh, but I don't have this. Pr- I, not once. During that football game. Okay. Not once even when I was at the Rose Bowl uh-huh. watching Michigan beat up on Alabama and that was a fun game. I wasn't thinking like, Oh man, Harbaugh got over on us. That was a decade ago, Shasky. Well people haven't moved on from that yet?
3: I, I well, I think a lot of people love Jim Harbaugh because they fell back in love with the Niners because of Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. And it did feel like there was unfinished business. Right. Right? Like that I understand that aspect. The other thing B is for me, and I would love to hear from others, but like I I have not been able to really sit down and watch a hardball game. Really? Yeah, Throughout I just... Like 10 years? Yeah, I just... <sighs> really? How come? I don't know. Like, I really loved him as a Niners coach. It was I really hard for you did. to watch him
2: at Michigan? Yeah,
3: yeah. Not not that I'm mad at the Niners or not that I'm mad at Jim Harbaugh. It just... Not that he's the one that got away. I just... Right. I was ready to move on, and the only way to move on was just not watch. Really? Yeah. Really? That's weird. I felt a weird separation from Harbaugh. Nah,
2: no, I, I remember his first game when he took the Michigan Wolverines to Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Utes. On Fox Sports. His first ever game coaching Michigan. I was all in on it. Really? I had to watch it all. And when Hardball's on television... Now, I don't watch every single Michigan game. Especially if they're playing Indiana or if they're playing Purdue. What's the point? I may bet on it and check in on it to see you know, how they're doing. But they're going to blow out a lot of teams. But boy, when he was playing Ohio State, it hurt me to watch him get blown out by Ohio State. Those first, what, five, six, mm-hmm, seven mm-hmm. years? Whatever it was. Because... A lot of people had this narrative that, oh, boy, Spadoni's final thoughts yesterday. Boy, he's got to win the big one. He's got to win the big one. And my process is, like even Shanahan, right? We're going to say he's got to win the Super Bowl. He hasn't won the big one yet. But, damn it, he's won a lot of big games. I know. And the same thing with Jim Harbaugh. They won a lot of big games with the 49ers, a lot of big games, going to Carolina, going to Green Bay, whether it was Green Bay at Candlestick and the last ever playoff game at Candlestick. They won a lot of big games. And to see him finally reach the mountaintop was pretty cool. But I I was all in on Michigan because I root, I don't I don't have this like, this weird notion where I got to just hate on this guy. Oh, he's not one of us, no. so I'm going to root it. And I saw people doing that, rooting against Jim Harbaugh because some people were on the side of Jed York. So people are on the side of the Niners saying, ah, oh, he left us. He's a jerk. He's a prick. He ran his course at Stanford. He ran his course at, with the Niners. Yeah. And I wasn't thinking like that. I wanted to see what he was going to do at Michigan. How is he going to turn around that program? See,
3: I-, I took it another another way. Like It was almost like a former lover that you stopped dating, yeah. and you're like, you know what? I'm going to mute slash block this account, right. and I just don't want to see it. <laughs> and that's kind of the way I treated it, and maybe yeah. I'm alone in that. No, you, uh, you may not be. You may not, and not be. Not that I'm mad at anybody. I'm not mad right. at anybody. I just I'm happy with where we're at. Right. Good for him. So you and didn't w- watch you didn't watch the Ohio State games? No, I did. Okay. I, I and especially the one this year at Michigan. That right. was that was an awesome game. But I, I I found myself not necessarily rooting for or against him, just indifferent. Yeah. It was That's very weird. Yeah. It was weird for me because nah. he is one of my favorite Niner coaches
2: ever. Oh, no. Nah, I was. I but was... I do think we're better off for Shanahan. Oh, man, I can't get enough of Harbaugh really? to this day. Oh, my gosh. I can't get enough of him. This guy, Brad Gilly, who does, uh who's a sports director out in Michigan, um, and he's been covering the Wolverines, and I, I watch his videos every single week. Every single week his one-on-ones with Harbaugh because mm-hmm. – it's not so much that I love Jim Harbaugh, but I love his quirkiness. Well, that, I, I, love, I, that love, I love. I love the monologues. I love how he could just look at you and stare in space, take your question, smiling at you, saying, yeah, that's a great question. Haven't really thought about that yet. I have to come back to that. Knowing damn well he's not going to come back to it. The quirkiness of Jim Harbaugh, how he recruited, and and all the stuff that happened this year where there was a witch hunt for him. There Which was no felt like The NCAA was out to get him. And he still prevailed. He still prevailed. So um, I I, I love Harbaugh, man. I I was all in on the Michigan Wolverines in terms of him coaching there. I thought it was a good marriage there. And to see him win – And maybe he comes back to the NFL. Now, when he comes back to the NFL, depending on what division he comes back in, that's going to be very intriguing. Yeah, there's a lot of
3: rumors this morning to Washington because they're saying he can be close to his brother in Baltimore and Mm. the parents can live somewhere in between. You know, that was my big takeaway yesterday was the family aspect. You know, my dad's been having some some health stuff and, you know, family means more to me now probably than at any point in my life. And and seeing how close his dad is, his mom... That was really special. I don't know. I, I found that to be special. Football clearly is the connective tissue oh, yeah. for that
2: family. Oh no, they've been all over the place. If you read their story, I thought one of the most underrated stories about Jim Harbaugh, even when he was the coach of the Forty ers was the way when he was with the Colts and he later on the Chargers and his dad was coaching at Western Kentucky and he would fly over to Western Kentucky and help his dad recruit mm-hmm. and they ended up winning the national championship. And I didn't even I didn't even understand that when he was coaching the Niners, and then later on, you're like, wow, that I really was cool. Football, football, football has been his life. It's been the Harbaugh way, mm-hmm. um, whether it's John or Jim, and you see the way they, they flock to their parents to see him hug his mom like that, lift his mom up off, the, off awesome. the ground. It was awesome, man. So he has been about that, and to see him smile, like Harbaugh is just, he's a trip, man, and he's not everybody's cup of tea. For some people, they think he's phony, but... I also look at this. No, and I, I think he's a real life weirdo. He, 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 he may be. He may be. They, his video came out yesterday. Somebody had a video when he was with the with the Baltimore Ravens, his pump pass kick competition, mm. where he's throwing the ball. And I'm like, God, our fault, man. We like we watched him in real time play NFL quarterback. You uh, know, B. I used to watch him warm up before games at
3: Candlestick with cleats on mm-hmm. and wearing the khakis, and he would he would yep. go under center. I watched him wear cleats and have a real glove and the jersey tucked in to do the opening pitch for both the A's and the Chicago Cubs. That's something I would
2: do. Yeah, no, him wearing gloves at Petco Park. Also, I got to say this because being a person of color, we know about the way color people, whether they're black, Mexican, Asian, it's tough for them to get coaching gigs, right? Mm -hmm. Harbaugh, throughout his tenure, and you read about it at Michigan, you read about it wherever he's been at, David Shaw at Stanford, He's given African-Americans an opportunity to coach. Look at his co-defense coordinator. Look at his offensive coordinator. His offensive coordinator crying after the game at Penn State said, I love you, coach. That's genuine. He's given people opportunity after opportunity to play the game, and it doesn't matter. doesn't matter what color you are. And I love that about Jim. That's the one underrated about Jim. He doesn't care. Pep Hamilton. You think about him and the jobs he was getting because of Jim Harbaugh. David Shaw. The list goes on and on and on about Jim Harbaugh. So, I. I love him. I can't. I can't get enough of him. Um, I follow. Like I'm not a Michigan fan. I always had respect for Michigan, but I. I wanted to see what he was going to do after the 49ers, and to see him ten years later, finally get his due. Finally get his due as the national champion. That was pretty cool to see. So it was family, really faith, special. and all that stuff.
3: Well, and and I feel like McCarthy reminds me a lot of Alex Smith in the sense that like they don't have a downfield passing game. Mm-hmm. They're just going to line up, run the ball down your throat, play physical defense. And uh, there's something old school that I appreciate about the way he builds a team. You're talking about the coordinators. He builds a great staff. Right. That's one thing him and his brother do. They're more like CEO yep. style yep. head coaches. They're not yep. play caller head coaches, yep. and they build great staffs.
2: Yep, nah, they, they certainly do. They certainly do. His defense coordinator came over for the Ravens. He's got a son, Jay Harbaugh, on the staff. Uh, John Harbaugh's got his old defense coordinator on the staff who really befuddled Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers in that game on Christmas night. So Michigan, they get their due. They go 15-0. Um, they win a national championship for the first time since 1997. And now the world thinks, what is Jim Harbaugh going to do? And I was watching Scott Van Pelt last night, and he had the interview with uh, Jim Harbaugh after the game he goes, so what's next? What, what, what's next for you? Not necessarily coaching or whatnot, but what's what's the move? And he goes, well, we're going to check out at 1 o'clock tonight, today at the hotel. We're going to get back to Ann Arbor. And, you know, spring ball starts around Valentine's Day. But we're going to push it back a month. We're going to push back spring ball a month. We played a lot of football. We're going to enjoy this. We're going to have some good weather. and We'll get right back to it. And I was like, all right, Jim, are you really going to be there for spring ball? <laughs> Chicago.
3: Washington, Atlanta, the L.A. Chargers, could be the Dallas Cowboys down the line. The Raiders. The Raiders. I mean, B, he has his pick of the litter if he wants to do it.
2: Chicago would be fun.
3: Where where do you think is the best fit for him?
2: I don't know. I like that black and blue division in Chicago Mm -hmm. with the uh, NFC North with Detroit. I think it would be fun. Him and Dan Campbell. Oh, that's I didn't think Him and Matt of that. LaFleur, Kevin O'Connor, whatever. Who who knows how long he's gonna be they in the They tried Minnesota. to
3: trade five first rounders to jump up and get Richardson, apparently. Yeah, who did? That's what the Vikings tried to do. Really? Yeah, this that, past that, that report came out.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Sure. I, I I don't know how much I believe that. But that would be a fun division. I don't like to see him as a Charger. I know he was a Charger. Mm-hmm. He was the San Diego Charger late in his career. Uh, seeing him wearing powder blue polos, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not feeling that. The Commanders, yeah, him against Sirianni would be kind of fun. Uh,
3: the reason why they say the Commanders, they have a boatload of money. They have a boatload of salary cap. They have a lot of their picks. And he would have an opportunity to hire whoever he wanted as right. the GM to to work with. And it sounds like Bob Myers is very connected to who the 49ers have in right. place currently, Adam Peters.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where... I. Would it be an upset or disappointment if he stayed in Michigan? Yes. I'd be shocked. You want him back in the league?
3: I think he wants to. I mean, what, what, going up 21 nothing in the first quarter against Iowa, what does that do for his yeah. competitive juices?
2: Well, also, he could do something that heh, a guy he doesn't like, Pete Carroll did. Yeah. win a national championship and a Super Bowl. How many coaches have done that? Pete Carroll, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson did it in Miami and the Dallas Cowboys. I can't think of anybody uh, else. Oh, uh, Switzer? Barry Switzer, Barry Switzer, that's a good one, Oklahoma. And then the Dallas Cowboys. So that's three. Could Harbaugh be the fourth? Or is there anybody else who won a national championship and a Super Bowl? So maybe Harbaugh wants to do that and do something that his brother can't do, which is win a Super Bowl and a national championship. Well, and
3: and the one thing that I look at with Harbaugh is like. He's won with a lot of different quarterbacks. He has. I mean, he's won with Kaepernick. He's won with Alex Smith. He he won at Stanford with Andrew Luck and and even before Andrew Luck. He won with JJ McCarthy. Like, he's won in a variety of ways Mm -hmm. in in terms of, you know, uh, quarterback play being all over the map.
2: Right. Uh, Zucci Man. Morning, man. I'm always happy to see all evolve and prosper, especially because with Jim, I feel like we had a part in his journey. Much love to Jim today. That's Zuchi Man. By the way, Zuchi Man, we got our Doobie Awards today. Our Doobie Awards are today, and Zuchi Man is in a running for Texer of the Year, Comcast Business Texer of the Year. He's in there with Oscar EPA um, and a couple others, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We got the Doobie Awards today. We're going to laugh. We're going to laugh. We'll react to Draymond Green. I need Our to final laugh. thoughts on that. Draymond uh, Green podcast, 888-957-9570. If you got any closing thoughts on that. Uh, Clippers wipe off the Suns last night. It was a very fun sports night. But I, I'm hearing a lot about Pascal Siakam and everything like that. I don't know, man. I, Pascal Siakam. I, how much better are the Warriors for Pascal Siakam? Like, honest Yeah, like Honestly
3: marginally but it depends on what you give up and where we're going and but but I think we can all agree where they're at right now isn't good enough so making a change might not be the
2: worst thing just to make a change yeah. Making a change just to make a change. Yes. Yeah. Morelli, I know. We Sam Loveman was on vacation. We couldn't push it back for another week. But Loveman's still kind of working on the side. He's like staying at home during a vacation. So uh, Sam Loveman, Sam Loveman will be listening. He had a lot to do with the Doobie Awards. A lot of people. YouTuber of the year. Morelli, you're up for that. You're nominated, buddy. You are nominated. You want to get into that one right now? You want to do, you, you wanna, you wanna wanna start? You want to start? You want to do it? All right, let's, let's do set it. The tone. Let's Let's set the tone. We got any jingles or anything like that? Oh, we got the the Oscars, music we, got the Oscars right music. we got the Oscars music. Uh, got the Oscars. Ah, we got the Oscars. We just had the music. Golden Globes. By the way, Joe Coy getting crushed. On yeah, social why media. is he getting
5: crushed? Apparently, because- his jokes were just horrible, and he was just offending yeah. everyone, and it was not good.
0: Yeah, I, they, me, they weren't that great.
2: Well, you know what? I saw Joe Coy at Cobb's Comedy Club when I when I was working there, and I wasn't that impressed with him. Oh, no. And that was 13 years ago. Oh, to God. his credit, he was on 10 day notice. Oh, to really? The yeah, that's Glows. tough. Really? Who wasn't before? Do you know? They just didn't have any. 10-day notice. He did say that hosting is a lot different than being doing stand-up, so that was interesting. Well, because you
5: have to work a room of celebrities. They're not the guy. I mean, just ask Will Smith. They're not the uh, easiest people to uh, entertain, right? They are
2: entertainers, but to make them laugh is very difficult. I did like his joke on Taylor Swift, though. Why Taylor Swift had to give him that stink face? Oh, man, that's just Taylor Swift. She's just getting getting it from everyone right now. So Golden Gloves also ventures into music, too?
5: Uh, well, it's it's think of it like a pr- uh, primer for the Oscars. So mm. they have like best original songs, stuff like that. Like, she must have had a song in a movie or a show or something like that. Okay, gotcha. Because Golden Globes also does like um, like yeah. HBO shows and stuff like that as well. Um, we're going to start here. So throughout the day, we're going to have the Doobie Awards. We're going to start with best YouTuber, Bonté oh. Hill. All right. So we got five in the running right here. Kyle Kelly. The man we all love. Ernie Chavez. Ooh. Ernie keeps receipts on everybody. He He's on the pregame show. Yeah. He's on Morning
2: Rose. He's doing Warriors this he, week. He's, he's got everything. receipts on me from seven years ago. It's scary.
5: Scary. He, he's, he knows more than the FBI, Ernie <laughs> Chavez. Uh, we got Morali all the way out there in India. We love Murali. Uh Dublin Marge. I met oh. Dublin Marge at Ballast Point Brewing. Oh, yeah. It's Dublin very Marge. Nice. Yep. Uh, very nice to meet Dublin Marge. And the king of spam in the YouTube chat. Tyler Miller. Oh, boy. So those are the nominees there. Oh, boy. And I do have a drum roll. Oh, yes. Give me that drum roll. roll. Okay. All Give right. me so so that drum best roll. YouTuber, Kyle Kelly, Ernie Chavez, Morali, Dublin Marge, Tyler Miller. Drum roll, please. And it's going to Ernie Chavez.
2: Oh, Ernie Chavez. Our YouTuber of the year. Our YouTuber of the Year,
5: Ernie Chavez, and I'm being told in my ear now. I'm being told we do have a honorary villain of the year in our YouTube, YouTube chat, chat. Villain of
2: the year, we, we have
5: gotta a have YouTube one of those. Chat, we, this is the one. This is the winner. Ooh,
2: this is the Ghost of Trade Tyler Miller, you are our YouTube villain of the year. Oh, man. I love that. So I love that. Go. I love that. So, congrats to Ernie Chavez, our YouTuber of the year and our YouTube villain of the year. Tyler Miller, because you know why? Tyler Miller knows how to tick everybody off in the chat. I think he's been blocked by half of the chat. He's been blocked, all right? He will stick to his guns, he will. whether it's anti-Brock slander, or Brock slander, I should say, whether it's keeping hope alive for Trey Lance. I was going to say, how's that, how's he feeling about the Draymond Green podcast? Oh, he's, he's a free Draymond guy. Oh, God, He's loving Draymond. <laughs> so, Tyler Miller, our YouTube chat villain of the year.
0: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: YouTuber of the year. Ernie that, that's Chavez.
0: Appropriate. And, and I know we got a
5: break here, so we'll have him throughout the show. We got the mispronunciation. Is that coming we up got, next? That's coming up next. We got collar moment at six fifty. We got Baldy at seven thirty. We got a bunch of niners we got to get to as well. But throughout the day, we got that. We got best freestyles. We got roast moment. We got roaster of the year. We got a lot to get to. We
2: got a lot to get to here. as YouTube and Twitch is brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. And that segment is also brought to you by go to State, Servant to Bay Area. For three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit go to What's coming up in a game sponsored by Safeway, Northern California Division? It is our mispronunciations of the year. Hey, Dub Nation! It's Trace
5: Jackson Davis, and you're listening to the Morning Roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Schaski
1: on 95.7 The Game.
2: Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis. He should get to start tomorrow, or maybe we'll see. Gets to New Orleans Pelicans. I got to go up against you, Jonas Valanciunas, Zion Williamson. That's a big time front court. Valanciunas could step out and hit the three. Uh Zion is playing well. Looks like he's trying to get back into shape and the Pelicans are playing well. So the Warriors whew, they got a lot of work to do, man. If they want to get closer and closer to five hundred. They've guaranteed themselves, though, Spadoni, a homestand that will finish that they'll finish under five hundred on for the second time this season. One and five on the six game homestand earlier this season. Right now two and four on the seven game homestand. You were hoping they could stack some wins. That has not been the case.
5: No, and even with the, uh, you look up your upcoming road trip, you got the Grizzlies, no job, but I'm not sleeping on the YouTube, ja- uh, YouTube Jazz. Utah Jazz, shout out YouTuber of the year, Ernie Chavez. Um, <laughs> Lowry Markkinen, Bonte, is he going to be a trade piece out there potentially for the dubs? Well, Can you see him coming up? I don't know, but the Utah
2: Jazz, have, I believe, won 10 out of the last 14. they They beat the Bucks last night. Mm-hmm. They were up 33. They beat the Sixers. Uh, gosh, they are... They're rolling right now. So all of a sudden, after the Pelicans game all Wednesday, I'm looking ahead to this four-game road trip: Chicago, Milwaukee. Uh, uh, uh who else do they have? Utah. There's somebody I else think missing. Memphis. Let me check. Memphis, Memphis on Monday. Memphis on Monday, then Utah, and then they come back home against Dallas. That's going to be a tough road trip. Even now, without Ja. I mean, Memphis yeah. always
5: plays well without him, too. So that's never going to be... Well, I, I, all these games are going to be hard. They almost lost to the Detroit, Detroit Pistons, yeah, Bonte. So I you know. can't
2: sleep on anyone. I know. I, I was talking to somebody last night. It was like, really, that Pistons game felt like a loss. <laughs> they blew a layup up to go up too late in the game. But uh, Ja Morant, that is some shocking news here around the NBA. What a loss season. Came back for nine games. Looks like Memphis was starting to find their footing. They beat the Lakers on Friday. And he's out. With a shoulder injury. Shoulder injury out for the year. We got the alert out of nowhere from Sham Sharania. Ja Morant out for the season for the Memphis Grizzlies. That's a brutal, brutal blow for them. Um, Their season is basically cooked. Undergoing season-ending surgery for a labrum tear in his shoulder. I feel kind of bad for Ja. I do. I do because he is a young man who's trying to figure it out. They're filling themselves. That just stinks for Memphis. It kind of stinks for the NBA makes the NBA better. As much as I can't stand the Grizzlies, Ja is box office. So uh, hopefully he gets right. Uh, he has a good offseason. Hopefully he doesn't get in any trouble. And then he comes back ready to roll next season. But uh, we got to continue to roll along here. we got Brian Baldinger at 7.30. Brian Baldinger, 7.30. So today is our official day for the Doobie Awards. Ah, the Doobie Awards. We've got Spinotti over here. He's going to rock and roll here. Our best YouTuber. We just announced it. It was Ernie Chavez, the man we all love. Ernie Chavez, our YouTuber of the Year. Our King of Spam, YouTube Villain of the Year, is Tyler Miller. So congrats Ooh, to both of those guys.
1: The Ghost of Trey Land.
2: Yeah, that guy right there. The YouTube Villain of the Year and the YouTuber of the Year. YouTuber of the Year, Ernie Chavez. YouTube Villain of the Year, Tyler Miller. Now we're moving to Ospinote. What's our next category? We got
5: mispronunciations. I just did one uh, a second ago, but you guys do them all the time. And, <laughs> oh, you know, it's only right. We all do mispronunciations. <laughs> I uh Yesterday on the pregame show, shout out the pregame show, five to six, Monday through Friday, I uh, combined obligations with duties, and I said so that was I a, did hear that. That was a, that was a gooism of my own that. right there. I felt a little proud of myself. I, I didn't hear that. I kind of got a little <laughs> Uh So mispronunciations here. So you got a lot of mixed in. We'll start. With this one, the All-Pro, who's out for the year, unfortunately, but the All-Pro safety, Talanoa Hufanga. How do we pronounce it? But I would much rather
3: have Mosley there. I think Mosley's a more complete player. Hufanga has been out of position how many times?
5: He doesn't have fangs. He is not a saber-toothed
1: tiger. (laughs) Shout out to Sabercats of San Jose
5: once upon a time. So there's one. I have a feeling this might be it, but I'm not going to spoil anything. The Baltimore Orioles. Catcher, this future star in this league, Adley Rushman, uh, one of Bonte's favorite players.
2: Give him that last two months that Gunnar Henderson got with the Orioles last year. Audi Ruschman, who, <laughs> who we're going to see in yes. the home run derby. <laughs> no, it's not a German sports car. <laughs> Audi Ruschman, huh? Oh, oh,
5: man. All right, All we right. move on. Uh, a 49ers quarterback. you have got a lot of secondary players in this uh, one. Uh, don't call him. Ambry, call him. He stays with people. Ambry Thomas hasn't been horrible. <laughs> I think he's been really good. And Charverius Ward hasn't been horrible. Although he did get burned
2: last week. He did get burned. Um, get burned a lot and Nakua, lately. Nakua,
5: man, I tell you that, that, that <laughs> So Hufanga and, Ombry. Hufanga and Ambry. Hufanga and Ambry. Now we got another. He
2: always says Hufan, Hufanga. I, he drives me crazy. I know. With that. And then
5: we got another one coming up here on the 49ers' offensive side, one of their skill position players, an all-pro fullback.
2: If you think about it,
5: Debo mm-hmm. Juwan Jennings on third down, George Kittle. You got Ute Juice. Mm-hmm. You got CMC. I, I don't know where he was going with that one. I, when when Sam pulled that, I first thought he was like that was his nickname. He called him, but he never called him that again. Ute Juice.
2: <laughs> Ute Juice. You find that in Trader Joe's Bonte. Ute Juice. Or is that a Whole Foods special? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that next to the jicama? Still, l- listen, I struggle spelling. Use check. But saying you sick is so much easier. Just don't ask me to spell it or or have to write it out. But you, 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 you juice? Ah, I I, guess that's fine.
5: I don't know what that is. And then finally, uh, we used to have this thing called music quiz at the station. Oh, yes. You would tell this certain, uh, you know, AI person. Alexa. Oh, there you go. Fired up and rocking and rolling. You
3: could tell your Alexia
5: to, you know, basically fire up the Odyssey app and let's do this. Whole
2: different person. Alexia. (laughs) Alexia. So that's.
5: Our mispronunciations so, for the Doobie Awards. So,
2: wait a minute. We got Shasky nominated for four mispronunciations, yeah. just me with one. Yeah. I like Shasky's chances to win this. Yeah, but <laughs> yours was a doozy, Bonte.
5: Do, do we got the drum roll? I, I think we do. Uh oh. Uh oh. Come on now.
1: I can't win this
2: one. Give him that last two months that Gunnar Henderson got with the Orioles last year. Audi Rushman, who, who we're going to see in yes. their home run derby.
5: It is Bonte Hill taking home the crown with the worst
2: mispronunciation of the year, Audi S3 Ruchmo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Listen, man. We all do it. We all do it. Now, somebody on YouTube chat said, Shasky always gets names wrong, so he shouldn't win. No, yours was the most egregious by far. That one was...
5: for a team that you said was your favorite team outside of the Giants, <laughs> you get their best
2: player's name wrong? My Orioles? Your, oh, Give them that last two months that Gunnar Henderson got with the Orioles last year. Audi Rouchman, who, who we're going to see in yes. their home run derby. Come on! Rouchman. That's pretty bad. But I don't cover them every day! They're your favorite team! No, the Giants are my favorite uh, okay. team. Chasky should have won. He got three 49ers wrong. He's supposedly the biggest 49er fan. I don't even know. Don't even say congratulations to me. Don't even say congratulations. We'll get to you I a don't trophy. want it. We'll get you a trophy. Like Mark right. Randy has one over here that yeah, we we'll see get, all the time. Give me a anyways. trophy. Yeah, I know. Get that trophy out of here for winning knockout. I made the Final Four there. All right, man. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. There you go. I'll accept it. Thank you. Hopefully your acceptance
5: speech is... Uh... Goes better than some of the other ones. I I think the best uh, acceptance speech I've ever heard was from Joe Pesci. I think he won from Goodfellas. All he said was, "It was my privilege." Thank you. And he walked off. Wow, that's gangster right there. Well, you know what? Gangster. So
2: there you go. It was my privilege. To jack up the Baltimore Orioles name, he didn't deserve his name pronounced right anyway, because they got beat in the first round of the playoffs. Got smoked. Or no, was it the second round? I think it was the first round. It was it was the Rangers, round. No, right. they beat. They beat. Uh. Oh, they. You're right. They who did they someone. beat in the first round? The Rays. The Rays. Oh, it no, the no, Rays? no
5: the, the Rangers beat the Rays. So you wouldn't ever remember. Yeah. The Rangers knows? beat the Rays, and then the Rangers beat the Orioles. I think the
2: Orioles beat the Twins, maybe per no, chance, or Blue Jays. I don't know. Who cares? This baseball season was a yeah, blur. All right, you guys want a speech? You got to Hey, I would like to thank. My mother, i like to thank my lack of reading, <laughs> my lack All right, time of to play him prepara- off here. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Just play right, the music right. off my there. lack of preparation. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> all right, that's Duby Award number two. Duby Award number three coming up. Our caller moment oh, of the year. These are As the we ones. talk a little sports Michigan Wizard National Championship, Jerry Green drops the podcast. And how about those Niners? I do want to know from all the roasters out there, as the playoff as the playoff format has been set up, the NFC playoffs that is. Who would you want to play in the second round of the playoffs? Would it be I don't Tampa? Know. Would it be Tampa? Would it be the Philadelphia Eagles? Would it be the Rams? Would it be? Well, that's the only possibles right there. Eagles, Bucks, Rams. Eagles, Bucks, Rams, Packers. Packers as well, because they're the seventh seed against the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Andy Rudy gets you. So I want to know who you're rooting for this weekend, Niner fans. 888-957-9570. We do have Brian Baldinger coming up at 730 here on the roast. More is coming up. Our caller moment of the year. And there are a lot of great candidates coming up here on the roast. That's all coming up. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises.
1: Roast is live on YouTube right now. Take it away, Bate. All right, Steph,
2: hopefully you're getting some rest, man. He's been looking exhausted, and I get it. He's had to carry this roster. It's getting double, tripled. He's got long, athletic defenders all in his face, but if we know anything about Stephen Curry, we know he will bounce back. Now, he is 35 years old. He's still averaging over 27. That's shooting 40% from his three-point line. That's nothing that to scoff at. Come on, he's still playing at a high, high level. So can the Warriors figure it out? Is there a deal out there? Is there a deal out there for them? A lot of people talk about Pascal Siakam. I can't wait to watch the Bulls Friday night. Because I got to tell you, Friday night, they play the Chicago Bulls and Kobe White. And Kobe White is cooking. And so he's not the only guy I want. But when I look at this Warriors team, Spadoni, I look at the ability or the inability to get by their man, dribble drive penetration. And when it comes to dribble drive penetration, Kobe White is second in the league when it comes to blow-bys. And he's only 23 years old. He's got a controllable contract, very, very good deal. So maybe it starts there. Maybe you could get him and Vuk. Maybe. Last night, 27.6 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, the guy, the guy's playing well out of North Carolina, man. It feels like he's been in the league forever. But Kobe White, send of Pascal Siakam, because I don't know if he's going to re-sign. At least I could, I have Kobe White's deal for the next couple years, Fadum. And he's young. Like the thing with yep. Pascal Siakam,
5: he's about to be thirty years old. Like that, that concerns me a little bit. Especially mm-hmm. the guy, his sides. There's a lot of wear and tear, a lot of mileage on there. And you got to start thinking about the future of this team. I know it's it's early and stuff like that, but hey, Kaminga. That's why do you think? Fans are so hesitant, and and you and Chasky specifically, to move up Kaminga. The potential is there. You're seeing it. And you have to start thinking about post-Big 3 when it comes to the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green, but all the off-court antics aside, his play is good. Still good. It's not what it once was, but it's still good. Clay, he's hit and miss. He's had two awful surgeries, horrific surgeries, and he's getting older. And you're starting to see the mental wear and tear, the physical right. wear and tear of Stephen Curry carrying this franchise, who's had two not great seasons so far. So getting a younger player, um, it might cost you a little bit more, but I could understand that more than you know, giving up for an Alex Caruso, right. uh, Vucevic, if you will. Right. I don't think Levine's going to be on the table for them. Uh, uh, Sam and I talked to Adam Amin, who does the uh, television right. play-by-play. He doesn't see uh, see them moving off of him. Who, who
2: did this, he uh, say was tomorrow. available for the Bulls? Was-
5: Caruso's going to be a hot commodity, right. he thinks. He thinks there's going to be a lot of teams because he was an all-pro defender last year. He's a ve- he's long. He's big. He can hit, uh, hit the three-point ball. Uh, Caruso's going to be highly sought after for a championship squad. Did but he? I don't don't know if the Warriors are going to be bidding amongst those teams for a guy like Caruso. Did he
2: did he say anything about Kobe White? Did not mention Kobe yeah. White. I didn't. He might ask not him be about available. Him. He might not be might available not be. because you look at his contract. He's got a three-year, thirty-six million dollar deal. He's making twelve. He's making eleven point one this year. Twelve billion next season, and twelve billion and nearly thirteen million a year after when he's twenty-five years old. It's a very team-friendly contract. So yeah, it may be tough to go get him. But, boy, I would love to go get him.
5: Well, and you're, look, your you're looking at the trade market right now, and we're, what, a little less than a month away from NBA trade deadline. Um, there's not, like, outside of the Western Conference, there's three teams you know are going to be lottery teams. Mm-hmm. Right now, that's the Grizzlies, that's the Blazers, and the Spurs. Yep. and then in the Eastern Conference, it feels like everyone's got a chance outside of you know the Detroit Pistons who stink, right. but everyone's got a chance over there. It feels like because they're down. It's the East, right? Mm-hmm. It is funny now that we're thinking about it because we thought the East was going to take over just a couple years ago. It's uh, still, it still runs through the West, Fonte, yeah, right? It still yeah. runs through the West. Yeah. It always does. Yeah, West nah. Coast,
2: best Coast. But the Boston's playing well, although they lost to the Pacers last night. No Jason. Tatum. Oh,
5: Halliburton got hurt. That's got
2: hurt. Jason Tatum didn't play. Jalen Brown dropped the forty burger, but Matherin from Arizona is mm. playing very well off the bench hit five threes for the indiana pacers all right before we get to our caller moment of the year before we do that let's get my man rj fairfield on the airways wants to talk about who he'd like to play in the playoffs as a 49er fan rj good morning long
1: time no talk happy new year what's up bonte happy new year fadone what's good what's up man oh hey so i just want to talk about who i want to play I want to play the sorry-ass Eagles, man. I want Chuck from the PA to call in so, you, so you you can backhand them on the airways again. And then if we're not playing the Eagles, I want to play Green Bay. I am trying to avoid the Rams at all costs. I do not want to get into a shootout with Matt Stafford and them boys over there. All right, last time they came in, Matt Stafford got rid of that ball real quick. Our pass rush couldn't get there, and he could carve up our defense. I just want to put that out there. And, Bonte, since y'all talking about basketball, Debbie uh Kevin Herter, and Harrison Barnes is available. We would like to make a trade with the Warriors. I, I appreciate you, Bonte. Hey,
2: RJ, RJ, after coming off that fifty-four, yeah. what was it, 30-point beatdown? You guys are down 50 on oh Sunday. Listen, listen, I don't want oh nothing God. to do with Harrison oh Barnes. I don't want red velvet. And why do I need another guard who can't shoot? Oh Come on, RJ. Hey,
1: because yo, you ain't got... Yeah, you ain't got no defense, man. You, you can use De'Veon. You De'Veon. Hey, you don't have no Gray-Payton Jr. So there you go. There's the defense. He, he's a little ball. I don't hard. want Harrison but
2: Barnes. Harrison Barnes. I, I don't want Barnes. What are you talking about?
1: What can I – I just want Moody. That's all we want. All we want is Moody and get anybody else off the bench.
2: I'll take anybody. <laughs> all right, all right, RJ. You take care of it. They're down bad By in Kingsland. Uh, I'm not even going to go there, but I'm seeing some just absurd trade proposals. That's what happens during this time of year, and I'm not mad at everybody's using the trade machine. But why would the Warriors want Harrison Barnes again?
5: No, it does. No, I wouldn't. I don't touch that with ten foot pole. It does feel like. We are going to get some major action, though, with the Warriors. Right. Like, last year we had, you know, the James Wiseman trade. That was the biggest Mm -hmm. thing, getting Gary Payton back. You thought you had Sadiq Bey for, like, two seconds, and then he ends up being a three-team deal. Um, But it does feel like Mike Dunleavy in his first year, already obviously trading Jordan Poole and getting Chris Mm -hmm. Paul in return. Major shakeup, Bonte? Potentially?
2: I don't know what Dunleavy's going to do. That's the thing.
5: No No, one knows what he's going to do.
2: So back on December 12th, when Draymond Green got suspended for the situation with uh, Yusuf Nurkic, Dunleavy did say that next day, right? These next 10 to 15 games will determine what we do. Well, now we're on, what, game 13? Maybe game 14? I think something's going to shake. But is there anything out there that can make the Warriors better this season? Or is it better to make moves to try to make a run for next season and who's going to be available next season? We have no idea. The front court uh free agency list doesn't look sexy at all. No. At all. So I I don't know what the Warriors do, man. I they're kind of in a tough spot here. They are in a very tough
5: spot. And it's it's hard for a lot of fans to wrap their minds around because Uh, On one hand, you can see the growth of some of these young players. You know, Pajemski, Trace Jackson-Davis, Kaminga, Moody, when he plays, has been very good. So you can see, you know, that sort of two-timeline thing there. But then you just have performances from Andrew Wiggins where it's just like, can I just get anything from this guy going forward? Three points? I mean, I I, I just... uh, That's the guy I'm looking at that you have got to move off if you're Mike Dunleavy. That's the guy. His contract isn't horrible. You know, you can sell it as a reclamation project. This guy was the second best player on a championship team just a couple years ago. He was drafted number 1 overall. He was supposed to be the next big thing. Like, the physical standpoint is there. It's all between the ears right. when it comes to, uh, to Andrew Wiggins. So if it's a change of scenery, is it Toronto? He obviously grew up in Canada. Uh, Maple Jordan, that's the nickname over there. Is it Toronto? Is it somewhere else? I'm not sure, but he just can't be a part of this team going forward, if I'm a fan.
2: You know, I was t- trying to think about Toronto, Spinone. It'd be a bit redundant for Toronto to go trade after Andrew Wiggins. You already have R.J. Barrett. You already have Scotty Barnes. You have plenty of length on that team. Siakam's already there. I'm not sure how interested they are in Andrew Wiggins and taking on that contract. I, I just I don't know if there's a market there. I just don't know. But I'm I'm kinda with you here. It does feel like he's gonna be the odd man out because Kaminga and Wiggins can't play together. It just it just can't happen. Spacing, shooting, you name it, it's a little surprising to me that they can't figure it out. Maybe it runs some plays for them, but whatever the case is, they can't play together. They can't play together. So somebody's gotta go. Somebody has got to go. So, you know, maybe you know, mentality is saying, "Let's go, let's go towards the Grizzlies right now." Well, I'm not sure the Grizzlies are ready to move off a guy like, say, Jaron Jackson Jr. or Zyra Williams. Does that do it for you? No, he's not ready. He's not ready. Well, the Grizzlies, like, uh, th- there's kind of a silver lining here.
5: For and I know it sucks that John Morant's out for the whole year. They're probably going to be a lottery team, yeah. and then they're looking at getting someone to pair with Jaw. And they may be set up to be a contender going forward. Right. Obviously, you have John Morant, one of the most explosive young players in the league, and an already stacked. Like, if you're looking at the future, this is the other thing with if you're a Warriors fan, that's tough. All the best teams in the West right now are so damn young. Yep, like that's just yep. like, if you're the Lakers right now, right. If you're the Suns, if you're if you're tied to a KD, LeBron, or Steph team right now, the guys that have dominated the past decade, yep. Bonte, outside of the Clippers, you kind of feel like an aberration because they got mm-hmm. a lot of older guys, and you know what the Clippers? It's all based right. on health for them. So if they're not healthy, they're gonna lose. Like that's the frustrating part. Anthony Edwards, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yep. You're looking at all these teams at the top. And then you got in the Eastern Conference, obviously, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. It- It's tough to wrap your mind around this team contending um, outside of the next couple years. So that's why I feel like fans you want to go all in on these next couple years while you have Stephen Curry still in his prime.
2: And while these young teams are trying to figure out how to win because Minnesota hasn't won a playoff series yet. Now they may be primed to do it this year and I saw some Nas Reed texts. Minnesota's not getting rid of Nas Reed. They got him on a very team friendly deal. That's one of their strengths is bringing a big like that who could pick and pop, hit the three, go down on the block, hit the fadeaway, bang on the boards. Minnesota's not moving anything. It's Instead, they're looking to add pieces, right? OKC, what are they going to do? They have a slew of picks, plethora of picks from the SGA trade, all the moves they've made. They're probably going to be active in the trade market. They're tough and dangerous. Denver, they need some help on the bench. They're going to be looking to defend their championship. And now you got the LA Clippers rising. Now you have the Clippers rolling here. And then what do you do with Minnesota? Uh, excuse me, not Minnesota. The team we just saw, Dallas. Dallas is going to make some moves here. They're playing well. And of course the Pelicans who we'll see on Wednesday. So a lot to go there. But 888-957-9570. As a 49ers fan, who'd you rather see? Would you rather see the Packers, Eagles, Rams, or Bucks? Now yesterday we had a poll question on 9570 game. the game had a poll question. Packers nine like Bucks, right? Yep. You said Bucks. I said Bucks, Packers, <laughs> Packers Eagles, and Rams.
5: Oh, Buccaneers! I sorry, I was going Milwaukee there. Oh, you the thinking Bucks? Yeah. I was like, wait, we just shifted from basketball, right? To NFL. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Spatold. Wake up, yeah, it's tired back here.
2: Two kids and a bunch so, of so. So our poll over twelve hundred over twelve hundred votes. Thirty six percent of the Niner fans who voted on this poll said they'd rather play the Bucks, which I could see. The Eagles got twenty six percent. The Packers got twenty eight percent, and the Rams got ten percent. What Niner fan wants to see the Eagles in the second round? Or do you want the path of least resistance?
5: I mean, I think the Eagles are the path of least resistance. They stink. They do stink. They're not good right now. Both They're ho- those, they've, both lost, those teams they've won stink. one game in their last what, five? Yeah, but they stink. It is funny stink. that you that the fans think that the the, the, the Baker Mayfield led uh, Buccaneers who did not have a great win. It was nine nothing against right. the putrid uh, Carolina Panthers. I get that. Um they played you a lot tougher they did. the Philadelphia Eagles did. They got a defense there. And you know what? I'll say this about Baker. He could win you a game in the playoffs. He's done it. He's won a game, and he took the uh, Kansas City Chiefs to the brink. Remember when Chad Henney yep. had to come in and ice that game after Mahomes mm-hmm. got taken out? Um, so I'm not sleeping on Baker. Obviously, you'd rather play them than, let's say, the Rams or anything like that. Packers... Where are you at with the Packers right now? Jordan, you were high on Jordan Love I coming I in. Like and you know what? And I like the Packers. For that one. I
2: like the don't, Packers. I don't think this is a good matchup for them, though. No. Shannon owns LaFleur, too. Yeah, on that turf, um, in Dallas, their pass rush is going to get at. They're just a different team at home. A yeah. very different team at home. I like the Cowboys big in this football game, to be honest with you. Really? I like them big. <sighs> and, but here's, here's the thing with Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. They both play on Monday Night Football. They did. I remember that. What if the Niners get one of those teams on a short week? Yeah. They've got to fly all the way back home. They fly all the way to the West Coast. Could be an advantage for the 49ers. Well, they played all, right.
5: all Monday Night Football earlier in the right. year, too. They did, in that and rain the, game. In that rain game. It was game, a doubleheader the Eagles, day. The Eagles kind of kicked their ass. Yeah,
2: they did. Um,
5: so that's going to be another little revenge game potentially for Tampa. So that's going to be interesting.
2: No, it will be interesting. And as you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ, AC one San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app and favorite 95.7 The Game for the best and most up-to-date sports coverage. And do not forget, you could also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on and search 95.7 The Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there brought to you by First Door Cal Credit Union the smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process and shout out to the Comcast business sex line because we are rolling out the Doobie Awards today folks the Doobie Awards we've already given out a few alright mispronunciations of the year <laughs> I won out of work. Give them that last two months that Gunnar Henderson got with the Orioles last year. Audi Rushman, who, who we're gonna see in yes. their home run derby. i <laughs> are selling that 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 model over in Germany too, the Audi Rushman. I do want an Audi. Yes. They're really nice cars. They are really nice cars. I want to SUV. Uh the YouTuber of the Year, Ernie Chavez. Of course. The King of Spam. YouTube villain of the year, Tyler Miller. Ooh, this is the ghost of Trade Land. And now. We have
5: collar moment.
2: Collar moment of, the, of year. the year. And this
5: is the one. This is like the uh, best supporting actor, actress, if you will. This is this is the fun one. Obviously, gosh. we got the roaster of the year. That's gonna yep. be the best supporting actor actress, but this is the one for me. Oh, so gosh. we'll start it off
2: with our girl, Brianna in Detroit. Caesars Arena last night. Brianna, the floor is yours. Thanks for holding.
4: No problem. So um what I noticed with CP three, because I said on um, um the first row but right behind Golden State, and so he literally warmed up the whole entire time he wasn't on the floor and you know because he's older now and he's coming off the bench, that's what he has to do, but he got really, really irritated toward the end of the third because the game was like you know touch and go, and so I saw him yapping to you know a couple of the trainers and um some of the um coaches. He was ready to get in the game to make a difference. And, and so they finally put him in or whatever, but um, he was pretty upset about that. And so, Chris Paul uh, was? He war- yeah, Chris Paul. He was kind of annoyed, and he was verbally, you know, saying, like, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, why am I not getting in the game? Like, he was, he was kind of irritated. And then they finally did let him in, like, toward the end of the third. And so um, also I spoke with someone that is affiliated with, the Detroit Pistons, and so um, I was asking him last night after the game, you know, what's going on with Wiseman, and he basically told me that Wiseman had some trauma that happened fairly recently, I guess within like the last year or two years or something happens that's affecting his psyche and affecting his development on the court, and so I said to him, you know, because when I talked to you before last year, you was you were saying that the Warriors made a mistake. How do you feel now? And he said to me, he said, "Well, you know, I guess you were kind of right, but he was like, he does have the talent. It's just not, you know, it's not, it's not happening on the court." So and let so me ask he you. Said that.
2: Let me ask you, Brianna. Uh, <laughs> it's good what what, this is great, very good info. But I wonder if you, when you go to the game and you watch the Warriors play, do you wear a Warriors jersey? What do you?
4: Uh, no, because I like I'm fashionable and I like to be fly. So
2: oh yeah. oh, so you was I out there know. oh you oh you were you were showing out yesterday then
1: huh?
4: Yeah, I mean you know I, I go to a lot of games and stuff like that. I know people, and so I like to <laughs> I like to be fly. But I want to make this point also about uh, Wiseman. He did say um, the guy I spoke with told me that you know last year he was getting yelled at every <laughs> little mistake he made. You know he was getting yelled at. But I, I told I made the you know the. Um, I I told, I told him, I basically said, you know, um, what is it, What's the new guy's name? Trace. He's, he's a really good rookie. He came in and he's making a big difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just feel like some people have more natural talent and more natural skills and more natural instinct. And I think that that's what James Wiseman is missing that that natural yeah. instinct. It, he real. may be tall and have the talent, but yep. does he have that instinct? Yeah,
2: that's that's no doubt. Point. That's a great point, Brianna. It's always good hearing from you. We got to see. We got to see where you're sitting at on the game. We got to well, watch the game back and see well how fly you are. We got to be the judge of your fashion. You know, we're fashion efficient. Giannato's here on I'm the morning Rush. I
3: don't pretend to be, nor will I judge a woman's no, he's, fashion. He's, he's I, lying, I, I Brianna. He's trying that. to be humble. <laughs> I refuse to do that. I'm sure you know how to dress way better than I will ever know how to dress.
4: Trust me, I was fly. And um, I wanted. I, I was trying to introduce myself to you, Bonte. So I did slide in the DMs to say hi. So if you, you'll see me if you look, you know, or whatever. But, um, yeah, I was at the game. I got some info, and I have more info coming for you guys.
2: <laughs> All right. Appreciate it, Brianna. Appreciate it. Always tap in on the mortar roast.
5: All timer. Right all there. Time. That was tremendous. That was back on November seventh. Um so we're gonna do a couple of these, then we're gonna hit the break and do the uh, rest of them after it. All but right. that was Brianna in Detroit back on November seventh, Bonte. There was even some more drops I I, I slipped on
2: there. Oh well, he fly. Yeah. You heard that part? Yeah, yeah, I did I did I did hear that. Sign I to the game say hi. According to Sam Lovett, she is very, very fly. Yeah. On IG, Apparently, very, very Sam fly. Lundin.
5: he added her. Of course, he did. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, let's we'll go, go next. Let's go to uh, our guy, Johnny Wingo. Oh boy. Who called in back in October?
1: Oh. <laughs> Johnny Wingo here. What's up, guys? What's uh, up, Johnny baby? Wingo. What's up? What's up, Johnny Wingo? What's up?
3: Sounds like a stage name.
1: I got the, I got the butcher blue butcher blues bang. Um. Yeah, uh Steve's tripping on Brock, that whole thing. I know it wasn't you guys talking that stuff. Um, we'll had to kinda of listen a little bit better on that one. But uh, anyway, I just wanna say how about August twenty sixth, nineteen ninety two, when Charles Haley left to the Cowboys. That was probably the biggest dagger in my heart. Mm. And it went with uh Dion and Pro- and then T O, but it, it's uh let's uh let's give those Cowboys the blues so they don't uh, ever uh Think that they can win against us Niners ever again. I'm just going to give you a little rip on those blues.
4: <laughs>
1: love you guys. Can I get more uh, of that? Johnny,
2: John, you Johnny, you Johnny, Wingo, little... Can I get some more of that? Mean, <laughs> Hold was, on. I you, you got to give me more than three seconds. Come on, give me some blues. <laughs> B, I
3: feel like. I feel like I'm out on the dusty trail right now. <laughs> Bluegrass so, Festival just last week, right? Damn, uh, that was, hey, that got to be Johnny Wingo. Johnny Wingo. Johnny often. That so was strong. We got Johnny
2: Wingo. So we got Johnny Wingo. Okay, that's two calls. We got We got, Johnna, got a long Johnny list Wingo. here.
5: We do, and we're going to go real quick. For Daniel and Belmar? We're going to grab Daniel and Belmar, who gave us this.
2: Oh, I, I, Daniel. I
0: didn't know that. Daniel, Belmar, what's happening?